Hello, I'm Steve Ashley, and on today's Hot Pipes, I'll be featuring music from stage musicals from 1960 to 1979. From the 1980s on, such tracks on theatre pipes are rare, so at some future date, I'll combine film and stage in another show. So to open the two decades, here's Consider Yourself from Lionel Bart's Oliver, which set to music Charles Dickens' novel about social deprivations in the 1800s. Dave Wickram and the 317 Barton in Pizza and Pipes, now Beggar's Pizza, Lansing, Michigan, from a cassette release in 1987. The 1960 stage production of Oliver broke box office records in London and opened on Broadway in 1963. The show went on to be one of the most popular of school musicals. That same year of 1960, Alan J. Lerner and Frederick Lowe wrote the music for Camelot, which ran for three years in the Majestic Theatre Broadway, winning four Tony Awards before opening in London in 1964. One of its best-known songs, If Ever I Would Leave You, was sung in the show by Robert Goulet, later becoming his theme song. This is Ashley Miller's stunning arrangement, recorded in 1963 on the 436 Paramount New York Wurlitzer.
The opening headliners for Bye Bye Birdie, which ran for 607 performances in three theatres on Broadway, were Cheetah Rivera and Dick Van Dyke. Set in New York and Sweet Apple, Ohio, it features 17 songs by Lee Adams and Charles Struess, of which only A Lot of Living to Do and this, put on a happy face, survived as solo songs. From a November 2021 concert on the 312 Wurlitzer in the Musical Museum Brentford, London, here's Simon Gledhill.
Try to remember from the last of the shows of 1960 today, The Fantastics, an off-Broadway musical which ran for 42 years and over 17,000 performances, making it the world's longest-running musical. It was composed by Tom Jones, no, not the singer, and Harvey Schmidt, and opened with Jerry Orbach of Law & Order fame in the lead role. Tony Fenelon was playing the 315 Wurlitzer in the Dendy Theatre Melbourne on that 1973 track. The Roman-era farce, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, opened in New York's Alvin Theatre in 1962 with a score by Stephen Sondheim. Some 13 months later, it opened at London's Strand Theatre, where one of the headliners was Frankie Howard. His 1969 and 70 TV farce Up Pompeii was inspired in part by his performance in A Funny Thing. Sondheim originally wrote Love is in the Air as the opening number, but it failed to impress audiences on the show's tryouts and he replaced it with Comedy Tonight. Comedy Tonight, Walt Stoney and the 323 Wurlitzer in the California Theatre San Diego, originally released in 1986. Moving forward two years to 1964, saw the premiere of Bob Merrill and Julie Stein's Funny Girl, set on stage and backstage in various East Coast theatres before and after World War I. Based on the life of actress, comedian and singer Fanny Bryce, I find it somewhat surprising that none of her hits which included My Man and Secondhand Rose, were included in the show. It featured an all-original score, including Don't Rain on My Parade and People, which Mark Herman played during his concert on the 426 Wurlitzer in the Old Town musical El Segundo on New Year's Day 2021. 
Next up is the title music from Man of La Mancha, featuring Martin Ellis from his CD, Martin on the Morton, with the organ in question being the now-removed 426 in the home of the Vandermolens in Wheaton, Illinois. The 1965 musical Man of La Mancha, with a score by Joe Darien and Mitch Lee, was adapted from the 1959 play I, Don Quixote, which in turn was inspired by the 17th-century novel Don Quixote. It tells the story of Senior Quixote, oddly enough, as he and his fellow prisoners await a hearing with the Spanish Inquisition, with the original production running for 2,328 performances and winning five Tony Awards.
on a clear day you can see forever from the 1965 show of the same name. The score by Lerner and Lowe had just ten songs, which I'm familiar with two, on the SS Bernard Cohen and the title music. It wasn't one of their most successful collaborations, running for just 280 performances on Broadway, although the production did win the 1965 Grammy Award for the best score from an original cast album. Bill Field played that title music on the 319 Wurlitzer in the Iceland rink, Paramount, California, on a vinyl EP released by Concert Recording. Fred Ebb and John Kander's first musical in 1965, Flora, the Red Menace, closed after 87 performances. The second, fortunately, ran for 1165 showings. Cabaret was set in 1929 and 30 Weimar, Germany, focusing on the hedonistic lifestyles in the CD Kit Kat Club, and in particular the affair between an American writer and an English cabaret performer. The show's title music is probably its best song, which Jimmy Boyce taped in 1968 for concert recording on the 434 Wurlitzer in his America on Wheels Arena in Alexandria, Virginia. scandalous at that time musical hair here's one of the unexpectedly sweet little songs that came from that enlightened score good morning starshine Thank you. 
from one of George Wright's con radio broadcasts of the 1970s, Good Morning Starshine was one of 23 songs written by James Raddo, Jerome Ragney and Galt McDermott, of which only about five have lived on. Described as the American tribal love rock musical and set in 1960s East Village in New York, the original production ran for 1,750 performances from 1968 to 72, all of them in the Biltmore Theatre, known as the Samuel J. Friedman Theatre since 2008. I'm no great fan of Andrew Lloyd Webber's musicals, but it has to be said that they are extremely popular and have kept Broadway, the West End and other theatre districts open and profitable. Lloyd Webber and lyricist Tim Rice's Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat was their first public collaboration and was based on Joseph in the Bible's book of Genesis. Although copyrighted in 1968, the first partial performances were at the Edinburgh Festival in 1972, moving to the West End in 73, with their first full-length production the following year. There were just five songs. Here are two, Any Dream Will Do, and Go, 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 Joseph.
Footloose from one of the concerts on his 2002 tour of Australia as released on his Down Under CD. Sadly, there's no information on exactly which organ that featured. Rice and Lloyd Webber's second Bible theme show also had difficulties with production financing. The music was released as a concept album, the success of which led to the show's stage debut on Broadway in 1971. It ran for over eight years in London from 1972 and held the record for the longest-running West End musical until Cats in the 1980s. This is David Shepherd and one of the two lasting songs from the show I Don't Know How to Love Him, featuring the 313 Compton Christie in Ossip Town Hall, Yorkshire.
Sondheim's 1971 show Follies contained 21 of his songs reminiscent of the 20s and 30s and was set as a party on the stage of a crumbling New York theatre scheduled for demolition. It ran for some 15 months and 522 performances in the Wintergarten Theatre on Broadway, but didn't debut in the West End until 1987, where it ran for a further 644 shows. Two numbers stood out, Losing My Mind and this, Broadway Baby, which I have extracted from a medley of Follies songs by Ken Double on the 415 Wurlitzer in the Casaloma, Toronto.
Lou Williams and there's Robert Morton in the Vandermolen residence in Wheaton with all that jazz. Canada and Ebb's 1975 show Chicago was based on a play of the same name by a female reporter and playwright, Maureen Dallas Watkins, who investigated real murders by two women in 1924 for the Chicago Tribune. The play was produced on Broadway in 1926, Cecil B. DeMille produced a silent movie version in 1927, and it was later remade in 1942 as Roxy Hart, starring Ginger Rogers. The 1996 musical revival holds the record for the longest-running American musical in Broadway history, and the 1997 West End revival holds a similar record for an American musical. Jerry Herman wrote 12 songs for Mac and Mabel, which premiered in 1974, but it was not a commercial success, closing after eight weeks in New York. Fortunately, the London productions proved more successful. The plot involves the tumultuous romantic relationship between Max Sennett and Mabel Mormond, who was an artist model, but in the show was depicted as a waitress. Musically, it wasn't Herman's best either, but it did produce I Won't Send Roses.
Byron Jones and the 3-8 Compton in Eden Grove Methodist Church, Filton, Bristol, originally from the Rialto, later Granada, Leytonstone in London. Sadly, the church and hall closed in July and the organ is seeking a new home. A Chorus Line is another phenomenally successful show that broke records on Broadway, with the original production opening in the Schubert Theatre in July 1975 and running for 6,137 performances and winning nine Tony Awards. Two songs stood out from The Eleven by Martin Hamlish and lyricist Edward Cleburne, What I Did for Love and One, which Trevor Bolshaw recorded on tour from the UK on the 325 Wurlitzer in the music grinder restaurant Marietta, Georgia.
Jastros may not be the best-known American show composer, but he wrote the music for two very successful shows, Bye Bye Birdie and in 1977 Annie, on which he collaborated with lyricist Martin Sharnin. The show was based on the popular Harold Gray comic strip Little Orphan Annie and loosely on the 1885 poem Little Orphant Annie, and it won seven Tony Awards, including Best Musical. Apart from Tomorrow, the other song to survive is You're Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile, which British-turned-Canadian organist Frank Olsen taped on the 319 Wurlitzer, ex-Newcastle Paramount, in the Kitchen Brothers Garage in Dis, Norfolk. to a Lloyd Webber show, again in collaboration with lyricist Tim Rice, Evita. The music appeared as a rock opera concept album in 1976, but the show didn't premiere until two years later. It went on to win the Laurence Olivier Award for Best Musical, and on Broadway a year later, it became the first British show to win the Tony for Best Musical. This is Rex Curry with My Favourite from the show on this Night of a Thousand Stars, featuring the 424 Robert Morton in the Broom Centre for the Performing Arts, formerly the Forum Theatre in Binghamton, New York. (laughs) ¶¶ 
I'll leave you today with a part of a selection of music from Chicago, played by Dave Wickerham on the Preglow for the 2004 A2S convention in Milwaukee, when he was featured on the 313 Wurlitzer in the Beak Residence. I've only seen the movie adaptation of the show, but it remains one of my all-time favourites, with stunning music throughout. Here's Cell Block Tango, Razzle Dazzle, and closing with When You're Good to Mama. Until next time, this is Steve Ashley and Hot Pipes, signing off. Thank you.